0: Welcome Ooh. to the after party. Hi there, Andy. Let's see who else is around. Oh, Bobby. Oh, that's that's Bobby. <laughs> I was like, I comment. I was like, hey. <laughs> How are you?
1: I'm here. It's right. Good to see I, you. Snug
0: All right. I'm going to, I think we're good. I'm just going to adjust our audio a little
1: bit. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, it was a lot of
0: laughter. It was, it was very loud laughter. Hello, Laura and Nathaniel. How are you? Good morning. Morning. Where are you watching from?
1: <laughs> Mike is here.
0: Uh, um by the way
1: <laughs> Laura's here. As I course. know
0: Nathaniel's not watching from Australia. Maybe he's on shift work right now. But uh we were just talking my little sister yeah. is moving to Australia. Right,
1: just going into family talk. I know. Right well, away. I'm just
0: saying <laughs> when I, you know the middle of the night being the morning I was like, oh, okay. right?
1: Okay, it's yeah. time for big family news.
0: Well, no, I mean that's I not I mean really how long how,
1: how long will it be before you guys take a family trip?
0: Oh man. I mean, like post-covid it's hard,
1: to, it's hard to picture any of that 20 anymore, my right? sister was like
0: yeah like in 2022 it's
1: lovely though uh, yeah. some of my favorite people are from australia yeah my,
0: my brother-in-law is from australia
1: right right right
0: so he's taking a position and they're they're moving back there so
1: when when is that again
0: i think it's next year okay, okay. like i think it's in in the new year like in yeah January. i mean
1: it's going to be here before we know yeah it.
0: so they're in the states <laughs> right now they're in um right. My family is in New Zealand, Australia. Actually, there you go. Oh, there you go. It's not morning there either. Okay, fine. Look, yeah. they haven't moved there yet. I don't. I don't know the rhythms <laughs> so yet. Great. All right. <laughs>
1: Give me some time, time to get used there?
0: to this. I know. I know. There's a time difference. We live on a globe. I, I know that part. So.
1: Speaking of living anyway. on a globe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> good transition. I don't even know where this is going, but I already okay, like the transition. I,
1: I am obsessed with seeing Mars. I Ooh. have never really paid much attention to it's like cool. the planets. I yeah. love the stars and grew up on a farm, Aurora Borealis, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. But I out of my front window, which happens to be my bathroom, mm-hmm. I can see, you know, in the early evening, Mars every evening. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is amazing. To I me. have a friend
0: who's really into like uh, astrophotography and stuff yeah. like that and actually just posted a photo on Instagram or one of the yeah. one of the things about a, a photo of, of nice. Mars and it was pretty cool it's so neat yeah I tried was it last last summer I took a vacation not this summer what was the point but uh <laughs> last summer I did I'm going to give you our and time got... about not taking <laughs> vacation
1: because I will <laughs>
0: uh, um, but last summer, we went out to somewhere, right. uh, BC or something like that. Right. But we did. It um, was a lake. Yeah. And I took, I set up at the middle of the night, you oh, know, because we are at the yeah. Milanora. I set up. A camera and tried to take oh some gosh. pictures of the Milky Way. It's so pretty nice. amazing. Like, I, don't get me wrong, I have a nice camera and I had a nice lens with me, mm-hmm. but I really didn't have any experience doing astrophotography. Okay. I didn't have a tracking thing or anything yeah. like that. So just pointed it up. Mm, <laughs> so in like a in a long several minute exposure, you would I see mean, star trails. Now. Yeah, and you know, like I couldn't get them sharp. Yeah. Anyway, it's pretty cool. Oh, pretty beautiful, actually. Yeah,
1: it's lovely. So. We lived in a condo for the whole time I'd been in Calgary, mm-hmm. so our sort of experience of the night was like out the one window. Mm-hmm. right and now we have these windows in a house so it's just kind of interesting and, and we have this upstairs you know so yeah. the kind of like night sky um vantage points are just there are plenty there are plenty in my new altador life we don't have
0: we have like an old house yeah a like hundred year old house so it has windows don't yeah. get me wrong but they're not <laughs> like um you know there, you don't have like the big, expansive, right. like let the sun in right. kind of windows. Yeah. You know, you have like these little yeah, weird right. little windows. <laughs> right.
1: and stuff like that. So. <laughs> little yeah. little hundred year old windows. Yeah, exactly. Uh,
0: well, well <laughs> the windows have been updated. Yeah. <laughs>
1: okay, good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Although Bobby just bought yeah. a house and is learning right. about the high cost of utilities <laughs> right. right now. <laughs> right. And when you live in a hundred plus year old house, utilities are so oh, expensive. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, I'm always like, let's keep another sweater on. Yeah. <laughs> Which is surprising. Jonathan has kind of caved more quickly than I have around that. I'm mm-hmm. sure once the winter hits, I'll feel differently. But yeah. Anyways, so I was away for two weeks because I just had a common cold. I had a I know. COVID test and it was negative. But it meant I missed two weeks of hanging out in after party. Two
0: Sundays? Did I missed two Sundays? One Sunday. And two after parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah. What it, was. that's yeah. it. Yeah, you were quarantined yeah. for ten days. I mean, about was, yeah,
1: and then I was still symptomatic. Quite yeah. actually, just with a cold. Uh, but this was what was so strange about it was mm-hmm. figuring out what we do with our common colds. I know now, because I would have just pushed through in the past, maybe taken a couple of days. Not like, mm-hmm. I mean, I worked. I wrote my sermon, you know, sure. while at home. I wasn't. I just wasn't here mm-hmm. <laughs> hanging out in this space so that was really weird yeah. to kind of talk myself through like no you <laughs> need to stay home like no but just <laughs> i like, don't know, really nah. yeah. like no you actually are sick and like your <laughs> nose is running a lot so stay home like yeah. it was like a funny thing totally to, yeah. Like, I just, like, I think of myself as a pretty good person, but I actually had to, as like, good... talk myself into doing the right and good thing. Yeah. <laughs> that was a different habit, right? Yeah. Because of the cold. I'm sure other people understand what that Well, it's, like. you know,
0: even our, I, I yeah. mentioned, I think the week was Scott. My son was, so. uh, he got a cold. And yeah. same thing, he missed the entire week of school. Right.
2: Yeah. You know,
0: and, and that was, like, the second week of class. Right. And he's in grade okay. two. So, I mean, whatever. Yeah. It's like they can catch up. In yeah. Grade two. Come on. But. <laughs> I do think okay. about like w- over the course of this year. Yeah, exactly. Like how much school are all these kids gonna miss? Yeah. So because- Yeah, anyways, I'm
1: feeling better, so I'm Good. back. So I do want to know what I missed. I was so busy watching episodes of The Crown on Netflix <laughs> Crown. that I missed after party for two weeks. It's true. <laughs> so you had Milena last back. week. Uh, yeah, okay, so we, let's guys... start with Scott.
2: No, no, no I have a reason. For... Oh, okay, all right, all
1: right. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Stay
0: all right no, it's fine. <laughs> Okay. We so yeah, Yelena and I were last week. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. There was there was a couple. She had some really neat points cool. um, that I joked were way better than the sermon. And I'm trying to remember <laughs> exactly what they were now. Um, just in terms of ways of inter. Oh, she talked about. Um, we, we were talking about fears hmm. and what was her main. Uh, now I'm gonna.
1: Oh, sorry. I'm gonna lose it.
0: But Yelena, if you're in the, uh, you know no, what? Yelena's out. not here because she's in so, our marriage course, which we're gonna talk about right later.
1: Out. Right,
0: guys <laughs> uh, um but she was talking about oh yeah just, just this whole idea of um uh that the, when you have the disciples in this boat
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you've got mark and matthew and matthew's talking about their fear of the storm and mark's talking about their fear of the messiah mm-hmm. um that when you've got presumably i don't know if they all 12 of them are there mm-hmm. but you've got some subset of these disciples on this boat um, this sort of speaks to how we have these sort of shared common experiences. Mm. So you got 12 people mm-hmm. experiencing the same moment. And maybe what Matthew's picking up on is half of them are mostly oh, scared of the storm. I and ha- like and Mark is picking up on the fact that half right. of them are mostly scared of the fact that Jesus just told right. a storm to cut it out. Right, right, right. Which is a really interesting parallel for this sort of moment that we're in right now as a society where, you know, we've got COVID going on. We've got um, anxiety about the economy going on. Mm -hmm. We're all sort of at this heightened level of anxiety, but Mm -hmm. it's actually different for a lot of us. Some Mm -hmm. of us, it's, um, you know, we don't have the same social supports around us that we're used to. You know, we're worried about slipping back into bad habits. Some of us are worried about our jobs. Some Mm -hmm. of us are worried about our health. We all have this shared anxiety, Mm -hmm. but there's different things going on inside of us. I thought that was just a really fascinating insight into this story that I didn't didn't pick up on at all. So that that was the one thing I really liked. It also
1: makes me think about memory and how our memory changes over time. Like Mm, how we remember things changes thing which is will be really interesting in like five years and mm. ten years like how we talk about how we about talk this about covid thing, yeah how be, my kid
0: talks about covid right. you know, like.
1: <laughs> and and what they think is real yeah. and like what you remember isn't you every time you remember something right. you're changing the memory right of it you're changing the story of it yeah. like that's kind of an interesting sort of flexibility mm-hmm. to the thing well because along with perspective yeah, and, yeah. And, and
0: and i mean even a lot of what we're experiencing right now is just our perspective of anxiety and fear right mm-hmm. now like even. um Dr. Hinch, I was talking about, hey, look, like the media is not always helping this by ramping up the anxiety level. Mm-hmm. At the same time, you know, we don't want to buy into these sort of conspiracy notions that like, hey, we should just ignore this and not wear a mask and blah, right. blah, blah. But at the same time,
1: right.
2: it's totally crazy.
0: ramping up right. anxiety all the time is not helping anyone either.
2: Mm-hmm. You and,
0: you know, yeah, Dr. Hinch, I think, you know, has done a really good job of sort of being straightforward and being calm yeah. and being clear. Right. But sometimes, you know, the media in the quest for clicks and attention mm-hmm. and everything like that, likes to play up st- right. extremes rather than... And how do you keep
1: road. telling the same exactly. story yes, that's not going anywhere and yeah, like changing point. very little? Yeah. It, how do you get people to continue to read about the thing mm-hmm. with the subtle shifts yeah. that are happening? And
0: so, that's yeah, true. we are going to talk about this differently in yeah. in a year yeah. or five years. Yeah,
1: whatever, our memory so. will change it. Yeah. Um, okay, and then two weeks ago you had Scott yes. around. Mm-hmm.
0: Two weeks
1: and. ago, <laughs> what did you two talk about? <laughs> A long time.
0: Um, I think the main thing that we talked about was got that stuck out to me was the idea of where do we draw um, our interpretations from when we're looking at something like scripture, and how do we make sure that we're not falling into Um, overly idiosyncratic interpretations like we recognize that there's a lot of different ways to read a story I think that was that was the uh, man at the pool of Bethesda okay okay. and that was the one where I was doing a lot of like speculative reading about what's happening here in this conversation between Jesus and this man and so we talked about bringing ourselves to the text Hmm. asking those questions reading between the lines um, and how that's good and it's healthy um, to get the most out of the text you need to do that but to do that well it also has to be held quite open-handed.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like when I read between the lines and I add things in, that's good, that's sacred. Yeah. But if I now think that the things I've added in are right, now equal right. to the we text, well.
1: you yeah. know, then
0: how do you balance those things out a little right. bit? So that, that was a kind of a fun conversation.
1: That's fun, that's yeah. super fun. So um, I wanted to talk about Scott okay. last uh, because- right. So I blew it twice, tonight. okay, so this is what you're talking
0: okay. <laughs> Now I get it. I already told now you. I, <laughs> I didn't see how it all wove together in this beautiful I'm, tapestry. i was thinking about these know. things. Sorry, like, oh, if so. I
1: put this here and then this here, it us to this. So good. So good. So, so tonight is the first ever marriage course <laughs> in the life of commons, which I think is it worth is. noting. Like, mm-hmm. So that's what Scott's doing tonight. He's gathered uh, 16 people. Is that
0: so it's 30, people, oh, it's 30 yeah, people that we did for the okay, restaurant, so 15 okay. couples, although it hasn't, doesn't have to be couples, Right. Um, but w- that's what we originally sort of um, right. uh, uh, thought it out to be. It was 15 couples. So okay, okay. Um, yeah, it's okay. the first time we've offered a marriage course um, here at Commons that yeah. we facilitated ourselves. Exactly. We've brought uh, people in to talk about marriage and relationships. Yeah, it's not
1: members, like it's been like off the table. Yeah, like six
0: years we're like, oh, <laughs> we never didn't talking. talk about it at
1: all. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> yeah. um so but this yeah this first one so we're using um the materials from the alpha marriage course right, which is
1: so interesting to me that yeah and supplementing that. those yeah.
0: with you know some yeah. of our own stuff as well yeah and i'm really reforming enjoyed- adding yeah. it in a in a four-week class right now um so if you're watching this you're obviously not in that tonight <laughs> <so> that's okay <laughs> sorry um, suckers yeah. <laughs> because uh you know what we found was like it filled up fast like Yes. Um, like, I think we posted in the comments. Like even, in five minutes. Yeah. I think even <laughs> before we did an announcement in the live stream on a Sunday, I think we had just posted that's online right. and it was already full. Um, so then we had to pull back right. the announcement right. and be like, actually, we were going <laughs> to announce this marriage class, but it's full. Um, so that's great. It's, it's good to see that there's interest. Yes. But also what it means is we're going to look at bringing it back. Yeah. Um, Fairly soon, like, like probably in the new year. And we'll get some feedback from people. We'll make adjustments, mm-hmm. um, give ourselves a little time for that. And then we're going to bring it back on the schedule right. again.
1: Well, so one of the questions I always ask couples when I'm preparing to do their wedding mm-hmm. is why marriage? Why now? Because I really yeah. want their language for right. the thing. Like, yeah. What is it you believe about this yeah. tradition? Um, so why, why the marriage course? Yeah, right now. Why now? now? Well, yeah. like what was it about this moment yeah. where we're like, now let's do it. Yeah. This thing's probably been something we've wondered Mm -hmm. about for a while i can imagine it definitely
0: has i mean it's been we talked about it last year and um, there was just other priorities and other things to get on schedule and timing uh really a lot of it this year is just the the complexity of everybody being home and the intensity that that has created the The new dynamics so
1: out of a pastoral yeah um urge to support families and marriages yeah, exactly that's where so that's and i mean even
0: is. even i think now Obviously, i'm not taking the course because i'm here tonight with all of you uh <laughs> but you know i mean i think even in our family you know rachel and i just that. yeah like you know um we're getting on each other's nerves more and mm-hmm. there's more anxiety because we're home our alone we literally
1: bought a house so our marriage yeah exactly so you have more space to, <laughs> <I>
0: mean, <laughs> that's that's we, the second class so we, the first <laughs> class is communication the second class is buy a bigger house so that's how it goes you know, it was just
1: that reality that like oh this worked until now Mm -hmm. and now it doesn't um yeah so that makes a lot of sense and it's neat to hear that it was from this sort of pastoral urge Mm. like this is something we can do in this moment yeah you're hearing these requests maybe not literally when are you offering a but like oh this story that pastoral but yeah exactly so
0: it is it's certainly sort of my experience and our experience saying hey this is this is meaningful right now but Mm -hmm. it's also uh, I mean, this is what we do as pastors is is you, you're you hearing from the community. And, and we are hearing difficult yeah. stories. We are hearing Absolutely. people who are struggling. And it's not just in relationships. There's lots of pieces as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but then trying to respond to that um, yeah. and step into it. Right. And so, you know, we'll see how this goes. We'll get feedback. We'll adjust. We'll tweak. You know, we'll get ready to go again in the new year. Yeah. So if you're interested and you want to jump back in, then. There will be another option at some Yay. point although coming well, up right after the marriage course is that dude, your next? you tell segment?
1: us no you you just go for this one <laughs> what is what's coming up after this yeah. jeremy
0: duncan so this is one of the things we right. wanted to do this fall was to offer more connection points um, and opportunities so the marriage course is happening in october in november will be backstory and backstory is our intro to a jesus centered uh, Christianity and a Jesus-centered way of reading the Bible. So, um, if you're around and you watch some of the Inspired series, uh, that's going to be a lot of the basis of the right. work that we've done to build this thing out um, I just and to refresh say, it.
1: Peter, you'll love it. Yeah. Peter, Peter, you'll love it. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so, Scott, Scott's going to facilitate right. that one as well. Um, but yeah, so, so talking good. through different genres in the Scripture. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to try to um, get that down into four weeks as well. Okay. Uh, what has it been through, in the past?
1: Six? No.
0: We've done, so we've Different. tweaked the uh, materials a little Noted, bit in says. Backstory <laughs> this year. And, and this year, the last time we framed it around a, an introduction to um, Christianity, right? Um, just the, the broad themes. This time we're focusing more around an introduction to a Jesus-centered Christianity. How do you oh, read the okay. Bible through the lens okay. of Jesus? I like it. So how do you read... Um, you know myth and genesis how do you read history how do you read uh, violence Uh, how do you read epistles how do you read revelation how do you Mm -hmm. read all of these things keeping jesus at the center which is sort of like that's our thing um that's our
1: thing yeah i mean
0: intellectually (laughs) honest richard passionate jesus (laughs) at the center right i mean so that's what we're trying to do right but really sort of keying in on that and say okay like like if that's what we want to ground people in Mm -hmm. um you know when you come to commons um that's the piece that I think people are most drawn to here. Mm-hmm. And also the thing that's like, oh, like, yeah, like they're going to read things slightly differently. It's always mm-hmm. going to be Jesus at the center. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to try to, I mean, from for me, it's important. We're not trying to balance out the scriptures. Right. They're all inspired, but they point us to Jesus. Mm-hmm. So if there's a conflict between Jesus and anything else anywhere in the Bible, mm-hmm. it's Jesus that we take mm-hmm. as gospel. Mm-hmm. And it's the other piece that we work to figure out and understand and make sense of in the light of Jesus. Right. Right. We're not we're not taking the two things and evening them. Yeah. We're saying, how does this get me to Jesus? Because right, Jesus right, right. is gospel. Jesus is the center of my faith.
1: When you think back on um, larger tradition, like where do you mm-hmm. locate something similar?
0: I mean, I, I would look yeah. at that in the radical reformation. So the okay. Anabaptist movement is yeah. probably the closest okay. to it. Um, you know, we're different than. A pure Anabaptist tradition because we do have more sacrament. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we don't believe in just sort of symbolic moments. Right. We believe in, in sacraments and, and um, experiences of grace where God comes to us in church ritual and liturgy mm-hmm. and all those things. But the Anabaptist, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. I love that stuff.
1: Um, but
0: the Anabaptist movement to me is sort <laughs> of the, um, the closest thing that we would kind Jesus. of center yeah. ourselves on, at least in that piece, that yeah. radical piece of Christ, right. that radical Not expression violence. of Christ and following. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, interesting stuff. Right. So good.
1: Okay, so um, I'll, I also have one more thing I wanted to ask yes. you about. You've changed your YouTube content in the week. <laughs> well, I feel like it. we didn't have this conversation. No, That's true.
0: I know it's true. We have. So you yeah.
1: were doing, you were doing like yeah. a weekly, yeah. sermon, sh- sh- like yeah. spin off,
0: yeah.
1: Um, and you've decided to do maybe longer mm-hmm. videos. Yeah. Maybe once a month. Yeah. Is that, did well, I I mean,
0: hear that right? The, what, what it was is we were, so last year, for about a year now, yeah. um, we've been doing, we have Sundays. Uh, well, since COVID, we have the full service. Then <laughs> okay. we post the sermon.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, now we do the after party. Yeah. And then we were doing a weekly video where I was just coming up with something to say every week, right. you know, reflecting on the sermon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and usually they were sort of two to three minutes or something like that. But... Um, What we found, what we've heard from people, and in sort of the analytics on our YouTube channel, that's part of it too, is that people seem to be responding more when we take a little more time to develop something a little more. So rather than just two or three minutes, here's a quick idea, a little encouragement, sort of diving a little deeper into something that I didn't get to on the sunday or that you know we didn't have a chance to explore. So, I'm going to try that out. Okay. Uh, it takes a little more work to do it that way. So yes. now I'm prepping something. Before I would just throw on a camera like, ah, oh, I'll just talk right. about a thing here <laughs> for a right. little bit. But now I actually like I sit down, I write some stuff, I okay, think about okay, what I'm going to okay. talk about. Okay. Um, and then I set it aside and I just talk to the camera for right. a while, but uh, we're going to try that. So I did one this week talking about, yeah, on demons.
1: So give I mean, me, come on. <laughs> give me the recap because I'm not going to spend 20 minutes watching. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs>
0: um, Well.
1: But everybody else should.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's interesting. It's an interesting conversation. Um, okay. The sermon from two weeks ago was Mark 4. Mm-hmm. That's the calming of the storm. Yeah. Matthew 8, Luke 8.
2: Yeah.
0: Every, all of them have the same story all of the Gospel writers lead out of the calming of the storm into Jesus landing on the other side of the lake in Mm -hmm. the garrisons and meeting this demon-possessed man. And then there's this encounter where Jesus sends this this demon named Legion into a herd of pigs and they run off. Um, And so what I was talking about is how do we read that as modern readers? Um, Because I think my tendency and a lot of people is just to say, oh, well, These sort of demon stories are uh, mental health issues, that they don't have the language to understand, and so they call them demons. Um, And I think that's fair. I think that's a a Mm -hmm. valid, critical lens to look through. I think, however, it misses a lot of the significance of what's going on in these stories and the sophistication with which they're told. Mm-hmm. particularly and i'll leave it you can find the video i right, it was on like thing. how long is it yeah <laughs> um but in this in this particular one there's a yeah. whole lot of stuff embedded in the story that is okay. a is, a, is, a, is a, a political rhetorical commentary okay. on roman occupation right there. uh that's when and you're so, sinking
1: into that story exactly and sure you can take it as like this is how we talk about these problematic yep. characters yep. um but then you dig into like, yeah. oh, this is pointing to that, yeah. to that, to that, and you, and
0: know, you can Richard. you can do that in a couple of different ways. Mm-hmm. You can um, you can look at that and say, oh, this is a this is a constructed narrative mm-hmm. to take Jesus' teachings and apply them to you know the Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. You can also take it as a historical event and just say that this is a this is an enacted parable. Mm-hmm. You know, because I think to me, the idea of Jesus just randomly wandering around encountering demons is less credulous to me mm-hmm. than the idea of Jesus having sp- particular spiritual encounters to enact parables about why he's here on earth and what he plans mm-hmm. to do.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. You know? um, you know, that that those unique encounters, even if they are historical representations, still speak to his mission in the world. Mm. And I think you see all of that layered, particularly in the Markin version of the mm, text. Yeah. So, I mean, check it out if you're interested. It's, it's yeah. not that long. It's like 18 minutes. It's a little long. long. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, it'll give you a lot of the People detail about what's it. going on. They there. will so. love it. Yeah. Andy, I think, you know, you're right. I think, you know what, Andy, this is, this is going back longer because I believe that message was actually back at Unedited Spirituality pre-Commons, which you're thinking of that sermon. So this is the first time I've addressed that at Commons. It's on our YouTube channel. You can check it out. Demons and Modern Readers, Demons in the New Testament, something like that. Anyway.
1: Oh, nice, nice, nice. Okay, cool. I just wanted you to talk a little bit about that change mm-hmm. because we hadn't chatted about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll try it out. We'll see okay. what happens. I mean, this is the fun of it. Yeah, and if people kind of are like, then we'll, we'll <laughs> You're kind that. of haunted by the, right now. <laughs> We're getting a few <laughs> down thumbs on it's YouTube. True. Jerry yeah. was sort of pacing about it yeah, on the yeah, weekend.
0: Yeah, I don't know what to do about we downloading our live stream dumb. all the time. So. Oh, well. There's
1: like two of them. <laughs> oh, wow. I was sure to like it, but then <laughs> soon after I liked the last one, I saw the thumbs down and it's i was searching that one too i was like thing. oh my it's god it's so
0: silly but it's just such a weird thing to do church and be people like <laughs> and you're like what
1: yeah <laughs> like would you walk in the room and do that well like... okay they do sometimes that's
0: fair but it's just such a weird thing this experience of, of online church
1: it's true it's anyway. true. oh okay so right. um so this sunday we talked about the fourth question
0: yes you talked about the fourth
1: question. i did why do you doubt um i mean where do you think we're at with these sorts of question sermons? Oh, somebody.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my leg. Li- I just tried to move my leg and realized it fell asleep. So it's all like tingling now. Super uncomfortable putting the camera back on you.
1: Um Yeah, so fourth fourth question in, yeah. you know, uh, this kind of strange exchange series. I'm enjoying the series. Yeah, I'm yeah. loving it. So I, like it. I already
0: had a chance to read Scott's sermon oh, for thanks. this week as cool, well. Cool. And uh, it's, it's great. So yeah. definitely uh, join us on Sunday. But I'm, I'm really enjoying I'm enjoying yeah. writing them. enjoying listening to yeah, them.
2: Yeah.
0: I think the lens of um, a lot of these stories, I think we've probably even done some of them before at oh, comments, yeah. But looking at them specifically through the lens of what yeah. is Jesus getting at with the question, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's just a neat way to it look at these fun. stories. Yeah.
1: So. I was listening to an episode of radio lab, um, this evening and, uh, they, it was interesting to hear. They, they were talking about the question, um, what do cops do? Mm. And the whole episode just Mm. as radio lab does just like some of the best storytelling and like intricate interviews, which Mm. then, you know, this little thing they talked about here, they bring it back there. So lovely. Mm. Um, but that question led the whole story. And I don't think I would have picked up on the fact that it was a question that opened the whole episode, okay. except that we're in, right. Yeah. We're like doing that. that yeah. So it's really fun yeah. to like then kind of swing my head out into some of the other things mm-hmm. I'm interested in storytelling, podcasting yeah. and be like, Oh, we're doing, we're doing <laughs> that. Like we took this question and we just opened up these ideas and in a similar way, Radio Lab done it. It's a great episode. If cool. anyone's interested in it. it just came out a few days ago, I think. Mm-hmm. So, why do you doubt? Um, I wanted to kind of move away from the word doubt because we yeah, actually okay. just talked about doubt yeah. this summer. Elena did a great right. sermon on doubt. So um I, at the end of the story, you know, there's this moment of worship. Mm-hmm. And so to me, it was affirming something of belief. Yeah. So I ended up kind of moving us towards what is it you mm-hmm. believe? And um yeah. So what do you like about my sermon,
0: Jared? I like that. You know what I thought about <laughs> when you were, you were making that move. Um, mm-hmm. I thought of. I don't want to get too technical, I think, but I, I like it. The, so the word that's used there is estazo, yeah, which is doubt, but um, in Greek has a uh, also has a like a physical corollary to it, which mm. is to like stutter step or to hesitate. Yeah,
1: hesitate. Yeah, yep, that was so like that was whole idea about. of
0: yeah, and, and you've mm-hmm. kind of brought that out. That whole idea of um, you know, we think of doubt as sort of um, just something that's happening in our head, mm-hmm. but the doubt can actually be like a physical response. Oh, I like you have that. to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I, you know,
1: yeah. You know, you um.
0: You know, I'm trying to think of different scenarios, but you, you know, you're about to go down a dark oh, alley and you like, you, you stop for a second. Mm-hmm. And then you, you know, like, should I do this? No, and and like then you go ahead. And every you go ahead.
1: staircase I go up and down to make sure I do not
0: Bobby's hip.
1: Ball. I'm like,
0: but you know that, I'm that,
1: hesitating all the time.
0: <laughs> but I, I like that idea that, uh, that it, because it, it, to me, it helps me get, um, these ideas of faith away from just things that happen in my head mm-hmm. right so faith that, i don't i don't mean that it's just something that happens in your body as well but faith um meaning trust mm-hmm. is not just intellectual assent to an idea no, right. it's that i trust myself to jesus i walk toward right. jesus right. i, I you know, crawl
1: out over a boat exactly and you know step all of on these something that shouldn't hold yeah. me up
0: and therefore doubt as the opposite which i don't think that is the opposite of faith which mm-hmm. we can talk about that but um, as a as a counterpoint is not just again a thing that happens in your head. Right. Um, doubt is when um, I hesitate to be generous because I'm not sure I have enough for myself. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's not just a thought. It's that like that last moment before I carry through with something. Do I do I stop myself? Do I hold myself back? That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I like that idea of pushing. Um, faith and doubt into the ways we walk it out in the world right. rather than just the thing that's happening in our head right that, because that, was honestly i think that's one of our i think it's one of the real weaknesses with mm-hmm. modern christianity yes yeah. we live it all in our head
1: yeah and if you, you know? can't get get somewhere if you have a feeling that something isn't quite right in your body and you can't kind of work it out in your yeah. head you uh, like abandon the whole thing rather than being like, I might not be able to get there in my head, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to continue with the rituals, the practices, the sacraments, and trust that they will carry my body forward into whatever belief. And your faith
0: can be, um, I'm not sure. I believe this in my head right now, but I still live generously and i'm still Mm -hmm. kind and i still go Mm -hmm. to church and i Mm -hmm. still do the prayers even if they're not my prayers yes you know i read the prayers even if i don't have the faith to offer them for myself right now yeah that movement that participation in something becomes your faith yeah the same way i think what happens for a lot of us is actually where we start to doubt is is our pulling back from those that participation in community
1: Mm -hmm. yeah there's because you 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 think, well, I'm not sure I believe this stuff. I'm, I don't have integrity if I practice Maybe, it or
0: maybe the opposite way. What do you like mean? you actually start to pull back from the physical things mm-hmm. and that becomes your doubt later on down the road. Like, oh, you know, which is, I mean, part of the reality of what we're facing right now with COVID is like, we're not participating the same way in community. Mm-hmm. And I think that does create doubt right. in our head right? Mm-hmm. Because those two things sort of go together, your participation mm-hmm. and your thought life. Right. And right now we don't have the same kind of physical participation. I think that does create doubt in our mm-hmm. thought life. And that, that, rather than that being necessarily just a scary thing, I think that actually is a beautiful reminder of right. this sort of integrated totally. whole that we are as human beings. Totally, you know?
1: totally. I think people sense that too, like, that, that they they crave that. I miss that. Yes. I miss being there. Like, we'd see that in these little opportunities. We're just, like, bumping into people in the mm-hmm. city and be like, oh, I really miss, I really miss seeing you guys. Um, thanks for your work. You know, it's like yeah. these ways that we're just throwing breadcrumbs out. <laughs> like, here's a daily prayer. Try that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <clears throat> um, okay. So, yeah. You know, um, what do you want to talk about with uh, the story? Where do we want to go with that?
0: Well, I mean, one of the things you talked about was scholarship. Do you want to go to that? Or do you want oh, to talk yeah. a little bit more about the story?
1: We can. I, I do want to yeah. take us there eventually. Okay, let's go
0: to that eventually. Yeah. Um, what, I, I'm trying to remember exactly how you phrased it, but you had some pieces that I really liked around um, sort of getting into into Peter's... Yeah. head a little bit right like what's he thinking mm-hmm. um because i've always found that an interesting moment yeah but it's i like, mean
1: that's the beauty of this you see jesus Matthews on the water story.
0: and you're like i'm gonna i'm gonna go out there right. like you right. know jesus doesn't even like jesus isn't even like hey right. come out here with me
1: anybody believe enough for this <laughs> yeah
0: he's just like i'm doing it <laughs> right call me out no. there yeah. you know, know. <laughs>
1: like he's so he's so not me he's so <laughs>
0: earnest sometimes right like I I Peter's, he him. is he really yeah. is one of those great characters because right. he's such
1: this is A what doofus I just, sometimes. I know, I loved it. And I, this idea to like, I just kept going to this like bafflement that makes you do baffling things, you know, mm. like what? Yeah. Well, I'm going to try it. Um, and and reaching for that without having any understanding of like, how will the water hold me up? Um, who does this s- tell me that you are? Yeah. You know, all of that. Um, yeah, I, I kept I kept thinking about... I mean, I had a lot of things in my head. Um, but yeah, I, that was the that was the big thing for me, like reach beyond what you know,
0: yeah, like reach
1: yeah uh, yeah d- and and this idea. Of, I want to ask you about yeah. that
0: too, because yeah. I liked the way you ended things as well, but mm. I, I'll keep going on this Peter bit no. because <laughs> no, 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 um i just I just think he's such an interesting character. Yes, by the way, totally. the quote there, Peter shared, uh, doubt is only a problem if certainty is the expectation, which is 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 a great quote because certainty is. Is an illusion. Like mm. nothing is certain ever. You mm. know? So if your expectation is this false concept of certainty, then then doubt is going to be a problem for you. Yeah. You know, if your if your expectation is trust, yes. your expectation is faith, right. then then doubt is part of that. It's it's mm-hmm. part and parcel with it. Which actually Yelena talked about this summer when she did oh, that, yeah. that Okay. So um yeah. I don't know if there's anything else to say, but I, I, all of that to say, I just really love the Peter character in the gospels, yeah. you know, like he's, uh, I think, I think it's a really beautiful image of the, just this, this guy who just yeah is really earnest, but really messes things up all a lot. Yeah.
1: I yeah. Like it. Yeah. Yeah. Very human. Mm-hmm. He's a good character.
0: Okay. Let's jump to the end then. So okay, you the talked end. about, um, I'm trying to remember your phrase but right. it was like has anybody offered faith to you oh, yeah. with the question do you want to walk on water right and then so, I was
1: like yeah me neither yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right so right. so what is that like what does that mean to you like how um right. what's a what's a version of that question oh right that that you could imagine somebody asking in a in like in a good right, healthy way right, that right. you're you're pointing towards right which is a tough question by right. the way
1: right <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't know. Because I, I like love a, the
0: idea of, you know, what yeah. you're getting at, which is this idea that, that faith is not just about this thing like... Um,
1: you sign off on all the things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's
0: It really is this question about, hey, do you want to do yeah, this? It just seems do so much wanna... more
1: relational to right. me. Like, I, don't, I didn't enter into a marriage because I had Jonathan hmm. so figured out. Like, I just, you know, I entered into a marriage because I was like, what would it be like to keep getting to know this person? Like, that's... That's fun. Like, that's a fun thing. Like, what if, what if faith looked more like that? Hmm. Like, uh, what, what if I just, the world just keeps opening to me Hmm. and things get more beautiful and more complicated and more baffling? Hmm. Like, what if that's what it means rather than like this catechism of this many beliefs Hmm. or, like, yes, I believe this version of atonement or um, like, yeah, I, I just, I kept, it's just such a relational moment with all this kind of mystical quality to yeah. it. And I think with this story too, I was, I kept running into voices trying to explain to me, like, did he or didn't he really do this? Right. And I was like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like that I want, well, at first I felt almost tricked into thinking I should care about right. that question because I kept reading Again, like we're gonna talk a little bit more about this. I think finding voices who've done some scholarship in these passages that mm-hmm. we um, are trained to teach people. Um, I, I, I thought I kept reading like really brilliant people talking about things I just didn't care about. Yeah. <laughs> like, like did did they really walk on the water? It was like, I want the story to mm. come alive. Like, but don't you think? For people.
0: Don't you think? And I think this is really and uh, actually a, a really interesting conversation. Um, you do, you give it up. That A plus. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, that what you're talking about mm-hmm. um, for a lot of us only comes on the other side of asking those questions about did it really happen though? Mm-hmm. Like there's a there's a way you read the Bible when mm-hmm. you first come to be enamored with the Christ story and you just take it all in. And you're like, if it says he walked on water, he walked on water. Okay, maybe, yeah. And then you sit with that for a while and you're like, you know, some number of years down the road, you're kind of like, um, I don't, I don't know if that makes sense to me. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't see people walking on water in the world. Mm -hmm. I don't see these types of things. I don't see demons, you know, and exorcisms in the world. So can I, can I believe in that? Mm -hmm. And then you have to wrestle with this thing that says, um, if I can't believe in that, then can I believe in Jesus? And what does this mean? And eventually you kind of go through that long sort of desert and you come through to, you know, Ricoeur calls that second naivete on Mm -hmm. the other side and you realize, Oh, actually um, the question of, did he walk on the water? Isn't the most important. The Mm -hmm. question, the most important question is what does it mean that he walked on water? You know? Um, And I think sometimes um, what you're talking about is, is very real. And I think that's how I try to read the scriptures now. I think that's Mm -hmm. really beautiful. Um, I think also what we try to do at Commons is, um, create space for those other set of questions if you need them for a time mm-hmm. but to understand yeah on the other side of that is now another mm-hmm. question about well what does this mean right. for us in our faith right um regardless of some of those you know uh, historical critical questions right and, and those are fun questions and you know yeah. i like them and you like them and we like oh, doing yeah. our research I, mean, I spent
1: a lot of time and money <laughs> exactly figuring out how to do that work yeah. yeah
0: but that's kind of the beautiful thing is but um, when i
1: when i write a sermon mm-hmm. you know i'm i'm not there to give that lecture mm-hmm. i'm there to like i mean absolutely yeah. weave in that work yeah but like how do we have a story where like we've entered in yeah like we've totally. had our hearts stirred and our yeah. minds sparked yeah you know and i think that's that's the trick mm-hmm.
0: in writing sermons right like Is,
1: that's that's what i'm here for yeah that's the stuff i yeah. love because like, i mean i yeah. you know
0: none of us we don't want to be doing lectures yeah um at the same time you know, part of what's unique about the common voice totally, is that intellectually honest piece yeah. and figuring yes. out how do you help people get there. Mm-hmm. But it's pure dissemination of information right. that we read in a commentary somewhere. That's not a sermon. No.
1: And like, I always know when I'm writing, I'm like...
0: You see, I don't always know that. You're maybe better.
1: And then I'm like, no. Like, yeah. But I have to do that work yeah. to kind of get totally. to the next layer for myself where it starts to kind of sing in a way that yeah. I like have my own emotional moment mm. with the page. Yeah. Um, knowing like ah there's there's where like our lives cross paths with yeah this, um, and i think
0: text. sometimes i can do a little too much of that like hey look at all this stuff i read Shiny, you know Shiny, yeah Shiny, and then, I get, to, Shiny, and then I get to and then i get Shiny. to a sermon <laughs> at some Jesus. point in the message right. but you know.
1: and i probably are on the other side oh, I don't know. <laughs> so, but i do all the work underneath it it's all there totally but it's the sort of beauty of crafting the thing into the like the homiletic art is something i just yeah love um okay so one of the interesting things for me about doing a bunch of reading on this passage was that I almost missed Mm. the the writer I was really looking for the whole time so I read a bunch you know I have a bunch of Matthew commentaries and publishing places I enjoy and Mm -hmm. trust I'm probably like a bit more intuitive Mm. when it comes to like finding the writers I want to and the scholarship I want to listen to or spend time with um so I, you know, read voices, took a lot of notes, and again, it sort of felt like they were answering questions I wasn't really bringing to the text, or wanted to move right. in different directions. And then almost didn't look at the. We have some commentaries in our accordance library here, yeah. the Harmonia. Um, Text and uh, that's what I quoted, hmm. Rich Luce. um And I always do this thing where it's like, I don't have a great memory for these, all these white guys. So I have to quickly Wikipedia and yeah. I look to make sure there's no scandal. <laughs> well, I really yeah. do. So I take a look at their Wikipedia page. I'm like, okay, he's not alive anymore. He mostly studied Matthew like it, mm-hmm. and there's nothing scandalous. Very simple. Like, you know, he was married to this woman, had three kids. I'm like, great, good <laughs> <Yeah>. stuff, dude. Keeping it clean as far as we can tell. Um, so honestly, do that. I yeah. do that. Like, well, and uh, I
0: mean, it's, it's. I mean, you can use scholarship for people with yeah. scandal, but you, I we yeah. don't want to be name dropping them know, and exactly. stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, totally. totally. It's a very yeah. important thing. And
1: I just I don't want to spend a bunch of my own yeah. energy with yeah this just to be by it. exactly yeah. I have my heart broken. <laughs> so, you know, the experience for me was like writing this sermon I also wasn't feeling well so that was probably part of the issue I was like writing a sermon and had a cold um and then I found Ulrich Luce's stuff and he brought in this scholarship of like um this walking on water not just walking through the water so right. I kept running into this Moses stuff and I thought yeah that's fine that's interesting it reminds me of this stuff like the way a certain professor and um in my grad studies talked and I was like I'm, I'm comfortable with that that's fine but then his work around, uh, you know, this Mediterranean yeah. stories and what it meant um, to find that it was like he gave me the key that unlocked a door mm. I kept kind of banging up against, right. which was, what's the deal with walking on water? What could it mean, yeah. literally? and his tie in. And I think I just kind of took that a little further, which was, it means that it's not just for gods and kings mm-hmm. um, and dreamers anymore, like you are. The walkers on yep. water now <laughs> sounds like something in game of thrones yeah. or something
0: <laughs> <laughs> the walkers on water so. right
1: but uh, i wanted to talk about this yeah. because i sometimes feel like i'm just like kind of feeling in the dark for those mm-hmm. people and then i finally am like mm-hmm. where were you like why weren't why didn't i have urich yeah. lose on the top of my pile why was he on the bottom of my pile and i almost missed yeah. missed him mm-hmm. you know um uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm curious about that because I think that they're. Yeah, I have some other thoughts about that, but
0: yeah, I mean, I mean, finding it's the voices, a, and I think yeah.
1: we're doing that on this very like heady level. Sure. But I also think we're we're guiding people towards um, works that they feel that that it could lead them with the questions that they're yep. asking. It doesn't mean that you have to buy. I don't probably believe everything Ulrich Luce has to say. Mm-hmm. But in this passage, I was like, this is what I was hmm. looking for. Um, and finding our way towards. Um, yeah, so I, mean, I keep so, using the word scholarship, but I think I'm just looking for.
0: Yeah. So what, how, how do we frame that question? Yeah. Is it around how do you find those voices? How do you um, catalog them? Yeah, you know? Because yeah. uh, I think there's, there's a lot there um I think I think for myself I have um I have lists of authors that I like on I usually do them by certain books or certain topics so you know when I you know we were talking just before we started recording like Warren Carter is one of the names I really like for Matthew so I have a number of his things that I look up and go um whenever I'm looking whenever I look at Mark I'm all, I always check Ched Myers. Chad Myers. Yeah. So Oh
1: Ched <laughs> Myers. I can't so, get enough of that. My one.
0: buddy, He's a pastor in Saskatoon had Chad at his church. And I was oh, like I, agree, yeah. I was like, okay, that's like that's one that I'm kind of jealous of. It would yes, be awesome to have Chad Myers. He's Chad doing Myers. some amazing work right
1: okay, now too. This, him and his wife. I, I'm so. gonna I wanna just interrupt yes. this yeah. scholarship question because you know one of the other things I, I was thinking a lot about Ched Myers when I was writing this message because I kept running into this this repeated idea of water being chaos. And we okay, know that yeah. in like, and totally. that that's, that's like a fun way of looking at um, water through the scriptures, yep. as, especially from the creation narrative and the poetry there. But I kept running into this issue with like looking at this story of walking on water. Mm-hmm. And in my brain, I thought, okay, like I get, and I've used that plenty of times, sure. like water and God is over the chaos and yay. <laughs> but I was like, in this moment, I was bored by that. Mm-hmm. And I kept, I walked by a sign in my neighborhood. That was one of those, like in this place, we believe, um, sure. uh, you know, black lives matter. Love is love indigenous rights or human rights. And I was like, Oh, this is a great little sign in their business. <laughs> and one of the things was water is life. Okay. And I thought in, in the world that I live <laughs> in <laughs> mm-hmm. water <laughs> is life. Like in, in terms of hmm. like, how do we take, I, I didn't do any of this work yeah. in the, I it sure. didn't end up kind of going in this direction. Mm-hmm. But I did spend some time thinking about it because Ched Myers has done a bunch of work with yeah. watershed discipleship yeah. and p- put this collection and I had done some reading around it and um, thinking about how we are bound to the land through the mm-hmm. watershed. And I looked up that like in Alberta, there are eight watersheds and Calgary is a part of the like mm-hmm. North Saskatchewan River watershed. And you know, it was just like fascinating. His theology is leading him to this mm-hmm. like environmental um, work which is so beautiful. But I was thinking, you know, I kept running into this, like, well, water is chaos. Water means chaos. And mm-hmm. I was like, but for us, like water
0: Well, if this is I mean, this is one of the things about scholarship is is yeah. you're figuring out, you're interacting between um, sort of an author-centered hermeneutic yeah. and a reader-centered hermeneutic. And th- I mean, this is what you're in yeah. technical terms, this is what you're moving back and forth with. Yeah. In the ancient Mediterranean, you know, water was. A destructive force in their world, you know, and it was the sort of chaos that either the rains came and, you know, you you were able to, you know, keep things going or they didn't. Mm -hmm. And it was it was hot and cold, that kind of a thing. But you look at native spirituality, Mm -hmm. particularly here in Canada, Mm -hmm. and you'll get a very different sort of uh, relationship to water. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, I I would say both have um, there's elements of um, environmental connection and beauty you can find in, mm-hmm. in all of these different cultures, but water is going to take a different form in those things. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, um, Ashley's mentioning, you know, bapt- or Peter's mentioning baptism is done with water. But if you look at the Didache, you know, they'll talk about how should you do water and it should be cold yeah. running water. Right. right you know, right. and then they're like, if you can't you find say running that water. It's so
1: different for me. Didache is how I've always said
0: Didache. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When way, do you right?
1: say it, I'm like, what do you mean? Um, right. Okay.
0: But it'll be cold running water. And it's like, if you can't find cold right. running water, then cold water. Yeah. And if you can't find cold water, right. then all right, well, we still got to baptize people. but yeah. But it's because, you know, water was like, you know, It was deadly and it was, you know, you're in the heat and it's filled with germs and they didn't really know that, but they just knew getting baptized in still warm water
1: could be your death
0: could be not a good (laughs) thing for you. (laughs) So you've got all these different things at play, but all all the way back to this is one of the really beautiful things about a sacred text Mm -hmm. because something like the Bible. Um, when we read, our hermeneutic is not just an author-centered hermeneutic,
2: mm-hmm. where
0: we say, what was the author trying to communicate? I think we have to do our work to understand that. Yeah. If we read the Bible just through our lens, yeah. um, like we were talking about with demons, I think yeah. we're going to miss out on things. Right. Um, but well, the reader-centered hermeneutic, what do these words mean to me? What have they meant in the two thousand intervening yeah. years between the yeah. writer, all yeah. of that is important.
1: It is important, you know. And I think
0: that's the beauty of what you're sort of you're talking about and yeah. you know, uncovering there is there are many ways to read the Bible. Yeah. One of the ways is an author-centered hermeneutic, where we try to figure out what they meant yeah. in the in ancient right. Palestine when they were writing yeah. these. What did these images mean to them? Right. right. And a lot of beautiful things, particularly when those writers are talking about empire. Uh, In the context of where we live right now, Mm -hmm. all of that stuff, you know, 2000 years later is just as meaningful now. But yeah, we've learned from native spirituality. We've learned from what it means to. I mean, our work of
1: justice in the world is often about water and like, and protecting it. Mm -hmm. And um, it's sort of this elevated. And
0: you have to understand that as a reader, To do a reader-centered hermeneutic, you also place yourself at different points in the story. Mm -hmm. So you're saying, how can water give these different connotations? Yes, totally true. Also, when we read some of the Old Testament stuff, we have to remember that in Canada, in America, in Mm middle-class white homes, we're closer to the Pharaoh side of the story than we are to the Israelite Mm -hmm. side of the story. Mm -hmm. So... Yes, there's the, re- there's the author-centered hermeneutic of what Moses and the people who edited the Torah and all of those writers were trying to say. The reader-centered hermeneutic to say, actually, I'm the villain mm-hmm. or I'm closer to the side yeah. of the villains here, so this story is going to mean something very different than me. Right, right. All of I that comes that. from the same <laughs> type of questions you're mm-hmm. asking, mm-hmm. which is, what did it mean? But now, what could it mean? Right you know, with these new images yeah. that I bring to the text, yeah. which is beautiful. Totally.
1: For some reason with this one, like, I just kept thinking, so what am I going to do? Get up there and say, it means like, well, oh, I should stay close to my microphone. <laughs> and this time it meant this is, this. And then it felt like I was going to halt the brakes and be like, but now it's it just right. was like there was something that wasn't working yep. together for me. But sometimes you
0: can't do all yeah, that in exactly, one sermon, right? Exactly. So.
1: And eventually, I had to be like, okay, yeah. I can see what my brain is doing here. Set it aside. Yeah. The story's going in this other direction. Um, but uh, that was, it, uh, Ched Myers was on my mind because yeah. I was thinking about his way of, um, of talking about water in exactly. deeply theological and yeah. like justice oriented ways. So,
0: okay, so back to uh, where we started. Yeah. Was, I, th- I think part of it is you, you find those voices.
1: Yes, you find you those know?
0: voices. And I think, I think what's really important about what you said about Ched is um, it's okay, I think, to resonate with the work that somebody's doing in the world yeah, and then now I mean, if, if they do good work and bad scholarship, that's one thing. Right. But somebody who's there, the the way that they read the text, if it has formed them in this way yes. that resonates with your experience of faith, oh man,
1: that's just such a sweet then one. that's
0: a signal that yeah. should say, okay, that scholarship should be important to me.
1: Yes, totally. You
0: know, the person whose scholarship, you know, is highly touted, but you look at the way mm. that they live out their faith, and you're like, I don't want this to is, be like this. That. Is
1: why I look these people up. Yeah. Like I, I. Yeah mentioned um, Ada Maria Zaze Diaz uh, months ago in a sermon. And I spent this time, I rewatched it like three times, um, some YouTube from her in the eighties mm-hmm. where this woman like talks so incredibly like mm-hmm. in, in just this deep way, sort yeah. of standing up as a, a Catholic nun in like very sort of social mm-hmm. justice ways is beautiful. And I was like, this is a woman, <laughs> you know, I just was so in yeah. love with the way her, her theology and her academics integrated mm-hmm. into her deep person. And I think
0: that's really important. Life. Like, I, I, I do think, um, you know, I, I, do I have a copy of Kittle, you know, Big Kittle Dictionary? In my, yeah, I have it. And mm-hmm. I reference it every once in a while. But uh, there's some bad stuff about <laughs> Kittle if you know, looking <laughs> up. But most of the theologians that I really want mm-hmm. to be shaped by in their scholarship are theologians that I'm like, that's the type of person that yes, I want to be. Exactly. I, I want to be shaped not just by the scholarship but yeah. the way that scholarship has shaped that person right uh, i want you know i want to i want to read people who are kind and yeah. who are generous and who yeah. are good and who are interested in the and, same and issues yeah, that i am
1: it's often like calling you know um speaking truth to power mm-hmm. you know those kinds of um those kinds of voices have been really important and i think
0: i think all those things are valid reasons to yeah. say hey, like I'm, I'm going to give this person um a place to speak in my yeah. life right? because that's what we're doing all the time that's what that's what people are doing when they choose to listen to your sermon or my sermon mm-hmm. is they're saying okay that's a person mm-hmm. um, hopefully they're saying those they seem like smart people
1: usually they're like I think your Instagram story is funny
0: yeah that's too yours but I think I think they hopefully they're, <laughs> they're looking at us saying it. hey look right. they're, they're smart people who've done their work yeah but hopefully more than that they're also saying like I think they those that. are people that mm-hmm. um, you know I am influenced by I want to mm-hmm. I want to follow you know something in the way that they're following Christ. Yeah. I hope that people aren't just listening to us because they're like, oh they're smart and they read their books. Right. Right. And so I think the same reason. I think, yeah, authors that you, you know, now we yes. have more insight into That's authors exactly than we it. ever had before.
1: I mean, people are like looking for a scandal all the time. Like mm-hmm. if some if someone's done something questionable, you'll probably be able to find it pretty quickly. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> like mm-hmm. if someone who was like tricking yeah. their students into sleeping with them, yeah. I'll probably I know do that think, pretty quickly. I do think,
0: um, you know, on some of those things, it's okay to say, you, know, you don't always have to write everything off that somebody's done, like you yeah. know, Elena and I had that conversation right. about Rabbi yeah. Zacharias this week. Oh, interesting, you know, and, and what does that look like? And I don't think it means this
1: is true. I think reading with nuance, yeah. um, allowing yourself to say, yeah. I like what they're talking about in this way, and I really don't agree right. with this other yeah. thing, and I and I and I can read with nuance enough to hold the tension. Right. It's also it's okay not to not set all... someone aside, totally, That you're okay. like,
0: listen, because of this, yeah, this person. Um, you know, sets off all kinds of alarms with me and I can't, you don't, they, yeah, they don't necessarily have that that place anymore. That's okay. Um, But I do think, you know, now we're getting a little off topic, but the one that um, struck me was looking at the difference between the way that L'Arche responded to the revelations about Jean Vanier, which I thought was just um, like, that one in particular hurt a lot for me. Mm -hmm. Vanier was someone that I had looked up to for a long time. Mm -hmm. I had read a lot of his work, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of his piece work. Yeah, exactly. Um, But then to see the way that L'Arche took it seriously, Mm -hmm. responded, um, didn't try to clean any of it up. Right. but also, you know, said, hey, look, this is our founder. Look at all, you know, these things have happened because of this person and this mm-hmm. deeply flawed person. And all of that needs to be known
2: mm-hmm.
0: and needs to be understood and needs to be metabolized. Right. Rather than trying to say, oh, you know what, let's just, you know, let's brush that aside or let's not talk about the bad stuff. Let's yeah. only talk about the good stuff. Right. And I think, um, I think that actually helps me in the end. Um, continue to learn from some of the things that Jean Vanier did during his life,
2: mm-hmm.
0: because I don't have to pretend that I don't know other things. Does that make sense? Like, I don't have to pretend that he wasn't something that he was. I know what he was now. Mm-hmm. I know the I know the yeah. full story. Yeah, and all of us are are broken. Yes, yeah, what made what frustrates me is when it's like, um, you know, I, I, we I, I, can't I, talk about right. the mistakes that somebody made because they did something right. good. You know. Yeah, and I think you know the truth is. Um, anybody we looked up to eventually whether it comes out in public or not, there's going to be something that's going to disappoint us. So, you know, we have to hold some awareness of that, Mm -hmm. that just because your heroes haven't been exposed doesn't mean, you know, they don't have their things. Mm -hmm. Um, But holding people up on pedestals Mm -hmm. um, when something comes out, brushing it aside, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean that you're not actually helping anyone. Right. You know, and I, and I, you know, we have a tendency to do that, all of us.
1: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm.
0: we got. Uh, we're yeah,
1: so we're totally out of time. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Um, flying by. Uh, well, we talked about Christmas Eve today. Oh yeah, we did. Let's talk about thing. that quick. Okay. What do you want to
0: say about Christmas Eve?
1: I mean, uh, once again.
0: As a staff, we talked yeah, about it. Yeah, so. exactly.
1: As a staff, we talked about like how do we do this thing, which has been a really big community yeah. moment for us and. know i kind of got excited thinking about it just thinking about what really matters to us uh you know these like simple traditions Mm -hmm. really matter and i i think there are ways for us to to hold on to those Mm -hmm. and experience them maybe even in new fresh ways you know from our homes or on our smaller scale of gathering or whatever that yeah
0: and then that's the tricky thing right now is Mm -hmm. um at this point in what are we in october um it's really tough for us to say what christmas eve is going to look like right now like are we going to do in-person services right. how many there are going to be all yeah. of that stuff um we hope we will um but who knows how this next uh, you know eight weeks unfolds yeah so but christmas eve is certainly part of our rhythm yeah it's part of the church calendar christmas advent is, is, going. is there Keep it's gonna going. happen <laughs> so that was it is, right. is the staff working through today okay yeah, what are lovely. our scenarios what's this going to look like yeah. how are we going to how are we going to create totally. this sort of meaningful advent season and this movement I mean, towards yeah. um the, the, the lighting of the Christ candle, which for yeah. us is sort of the center moment in that. So yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you know what? I I I'm, I was kind of excited after the meeting too. I thought we had a lot of really good ideas. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, we're not going to tell them yet. No, we're work on them. A bit, yeah, <laughs>
1: keep you guys around. Exactly. You're wondering what are um, they going to do?
0: But yeah, um, we're we're looking forward to. it. Yeah, to and
1: I'm so. Well. I mean, I'm so proud of our team for all of the ways we've stepped into it's this true. space and continue to work really hard to. To do church, express church, and mm-hmm. um, innovate yeah, at the same time. Definitely. Um, I just also want to point out, I loved Andy's point about the pale blue dot mm-hmm. um, language about just uh, sort of recapturing the language of water and what it can mean existence of the universe thanks andy That's no. beautiful cool. um, by the way
0: i love the comments there's you know sometimes, I know, sometimes we get kind of a little caught up in stuff but it's nice to have yeah, comments so by all so means nice. um say hi leave a comment in there we'll, we'll I do just our best talk, they
1: just talk of, to each other now oh, it's <laughs> we love it someday we're gonna have an after party party an after party it's party be great in person party Just gonna mix up some cocktails oh
0: get lost gonna... <laughs> Did you some, someday we'll do it someday we'll do it though like a live audience or something yeah, that's great. it yeah, yeah. so
1: <laughs> we're all coming over to your house <laughs> all
0: right. anyway thank you everyone uh, it's nice to be back yeah nice to have you back thanks man so, who's here next week <laughs> me and you yeah Okay. We'll <laughs> we're, you know what, though? We are going to bring on different voices. I mean, you were well, sick. I
1: literally mapped out yeah. a, like the next few months. And I had like Scott and then Yelena. And then in two uh, weeks, we had both move of some them. Things around, so. But it's I I, you know, I think yeah. that's
0: part of what we want to do this year. A little different is, is have different voices. Larissa okay. and I want to do one at some point. Okay. We were talking about you and Larissa do one and you and okay. Yelena. Okay. And we'll move it around and stuff. Right. So, But you and I next week? Amazing. High five.
2: <laughs> All right. <Okay>. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> mm mm-hmm.